Hello and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Farrah, your host. And as always, I sincerely appreciate you joining me, listening in, and hopefully receiving some type of medicine from the lessons that I feel like I am integrated into my life on a day-to-day basis and some ancient practices that I also tag along along the way to be able to share other practices and rituals and really lessons that have been passed down for thousands of years. If that's within the Yoga Sutras, within, um, you know, the Four Agreements or different books that feel like they have made a huge impact on my life, I want to be able to share them with you as well. And that is exactly why today's episode is all about the Four Agreements. And I just revisited this book. I've actually read it like three or four times. I originally heard about it when I completed Yoga Teacher Training back back in the day um, and uh, with Sylvia Mordini with Alchemy of Yoga. And she really emphasized these principles and how to integrate them into your life on an ongoing basis and that we can actually be able to transform ourselves from the inside out. And it really starts with ourselves, really always begins with finding those connections with our Um, principles and the agreements that we've made with ourselves. What do we believe to be true? And how does that affect our reality and the way we interact with the people around us? So much of our life is really designed around how we're engaging with other people and the um, belief system that we have around those relationships, around those dynamics, around those moments, then what's actually occurred. Perspective is everything, right? And perspective is extremely variable depending on who you are, what experiences you have, the history you have, um, the moments that have shaped you into the person that you are today. And I would say that I have a lot of agreements. I'm much more aware of my agreements now, and I am willing to be curious about my agreements. And I think that that's, that was that pivotal shift for me within my life to be able to really question why I felt or believed something in particular, like this person's going to do this for this reason. Well, I don't know that, (laughs) right? Do we ever really know? Like we can't predict the future as much as I honestly truly try. Um, We can't predict what's going to happen, but we can be able to shape our actions and how we are receiving whatever's occurring around us. And I think then that gives us the opportunity to take the control back, to be able to focus on what we can control instead of what we can't. And also to be able to show up in the best way possible that we can. And that is ultimately all we can do in life because there's going to be crazy curveballs. There's going to be eclipse seasons. There's going to be things that are really going to help us dig deeper into our own psyche, into our own programming, into the, um, the system and the programming that we were raised with, you know, the belief systems that we we incorporated from our families, from our parents, from our, you know, um, interactions with other kids growing up, friends, family, like all of it plays a part into who we are and what we believe to be true around us. And I've, you know, over the last 10 years, honestly, I've being able to parse through those, like, okay, this is a belief. Why do I believe this? Is this helping me or is this hindering me? And I think that I'm a lot better about being able to extract those belief systems that are hindering me from growing, from being the best version of me, from living the life that I know I'm truly destined to live. And when I'm able to pull those out, I'm able to kind of like break it all apart, be able to dissect it a little bit more. Then I'm able to recognize the truths within it. And I'm also able to disregard some of the falsehoods that I might have been holding on to for a really long time, even unconsciously. And so that's why I thought, let's go and dive into it. Also, I've been getting a certified 
kick in the ass the last couple of weeks around my belief systems, around my tendency to skip ahead to make assumptions. And that is one of the four agreements is don't make assumptions. And it is so easy to do. Is it not? Like, am I alone in the fact that it is so easy to just like skip five steps ahead and be like, this, this is going to happen because of this or because it's happened in the past or because this is behavioral patterns that I've noticed within this person. So it's bound to be true. No, nah, bitch, it's not true. Okay. <laughs> and that is why I'm having a moment and wanting to share it with all of you as I do with all of these things that I bring up on the pod, because I'm hoping that they're going to be some medicine for you, that they're going to help you grow and hopefully help you move through life a little bit more easily than you were before. So let's go ahead and dive in to the four agreements. So you can actually find this on Amazon for like 10 bucks. All right. It is by Domingo Ruiz. Uh, there's a few different editions up there. I think it, it comes in all different languages. And I highly, highly, highly encourage you to be able to look more into this. And it's an easy read. As you can see, it's not very thick. You can kind of blow through it. And if I know you and we're friends, you can come borrow a copy of it. Okay. <laughs> so Let's go ahead and start with the first agreement, which literally is the most pivotal thing that will change your life forever. And it will literally help you find peace within. I, I believe that truly. And it's one of the ones that I, when I started recognizing it and just trying to create a little bit more um, awareness around this topic, I felt like it, I saw, noticed massive shifts within my relationships and also within the dialogue within my heart and within my mind. And that's be impeccable word with your word. And this is the first agreement and it's very simple, but it's very powerful. Speak with integrity. Like don't, and especially when it comes to how you speak to yourself, we are our own worst crit critic. We say literally incomprehensible things to ourselves on a regular basis from what we think that we can't accomplish, what, how we think we lack in some way. Like there are so many different opportunities for us to be able to tear ourselves down. And when you make that conscious effort and that awareness around those thought patterns within your life and you turn them and you, or you simply just stop them, how much that can transform you instead of you saying, I can't do this or that's impossible or that's not going to work out for you to even just turn that off, not even to say the opposite, but just not to say that to find encouragement, to be able to speak to yourself. Like you would speak to yourself if you were a small child, you know, going into inner child work, but like there is a truth to that. Like how would you ever say the things that you say to yourself to a small kid? I sure hope not. <laughs> you know, I think about my daughter and how I speak to her and how I encourage her and how I tell her she can do anything that she wants, that I believe in her, that I love her, no matter what she does, that I will always love who she is and that she's perfect exactly as she is. Right? I have to say that to her and I have to remind myself to say that to myself too. And how I speak to myself drastically changed two years ago. And I was going through a really transformative time. I went up against a lot of obstacles, a lot of things that I recognized the stories, the agreements that I made with myself at that point in time that I would never really be happy that I was complacent, but it was good enough. And there was enough for me to get by and not to worry so much about it. That least, you know, it was familiar. I knew what to expect. Even if I wasn't necessary, if I was stressed and overwhelmed on a regular basis and truly unhappy. And I had to 
change that agreement. I had to be honest with myself. Do I, do I want this life for myself? Would I want this life for my daughter? Yeah. And that's when I had to say no. And that's when I had to make a big change. And when I did that, I recognized how I, how am I speaking to myself? Like, am I talking to myself in a loving tone? Am I telling myself that I'm beautiful? Am I telling myself I can do whatever I, I want to accomplish? Am I believing in my dreams? Am I motivated? Am I focusing on what I can control and what I can change and what I can do versus what's out of my control? Am I talking to myself with kindness? Am I, I, it was just such a moment. Am I speaking to other people with kindness? How am I building other people up? How am I inspiring other people? How am I igniting that fire within them? And how am I igniting that fire within myself with my thoughts, with my beliefs, with my, you know, my 80, we think about 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day and 80% of them repeat on a daily basis. So what are you telling yourself? What do you believe? And how is that shaping your reality? And when you start to speak with integrity, with kindness to compassion to yourself, that's only going to seep into the other relationships within your life. And that also goes into the fact, like, are you pointing out flaws within other people? Are you pointing out flaws within yourself? Are you gossiping about other people? Are you like reveling in someone's downfall? Or are you trying to focus on the ways that you can celebrate their successes? Like, it's so easy to want to have someone do well in life, but once they're doing better than you, it's really easy to start to point the finger on how they aren't doing enough or other areas where they might be failing or faltering in some way. And we do that because I believe that we see someone else succeeding and it reminds us that we have the opportunity to do the same, that we can live our dreams, that we can go after what we want and we become envious. And then that's when we start to pick them apart. But what if you shifted that? What if you were inspired, you were lit? up by that, that it was reminding you of your own power, but in a positive direction, right? And those are those little moments, those little shifts where when we start to become more aware of something, hopefully that we can start to change a behavior. Say only what you mean. That's a big one for me. So I literally am very careful about like, is this true? Like, am I saying something that I truly mean? Or am I just saying this because I think it's what someone else wants me to say? Or is, am I saying yes, because I don't want to make someone feel bad? Or am I saying yes, because I'm nervous about someone's reaction if I do tell them the truth or I feel rejected or all of these things? Like there's so many different ways. So I just started being hundred percent authentic. I was like, boo, this is how I feel about something. This is me. This is my reality. This is how I feel. And just showing up in that way, I was like, well, it, you know, they like me or they don't like me. At least it's me. And they can choose if they decide. And that's going to be no depiction of how I view myself. But at least I know that I'm being 100% honest and real. And again, that was a shift. Then I started to attract people that also were in more alignment with who I really was instead of me trying to just mold and shape myself into what was going on around me. And that's also, but then it takes a lot of courage with being yourself. It takes a lot of courage and boldness and, um, you know, self-confidence to be able to just do that. So I had to really root into how I believe my own worth, who I am, how I show up and to be able to move with integrity in everything that I did. And obviously we all make mistakes and trust me, I just made some mistakes a little earlier last week and was spitting venom and it was totally my bad. And I totally, I take credit for that. I definitely spit venom because I was triggered. I was hurt and I 
have a very terrible tendency of when I'm hurt to hurt other people. You hurt me, I hurt you. And that's, there's no, there's no integrity in that. I can tell you that much right now. And it made me feel like shit afterwards. So I feel really bad about it. So again, another reason why I'm reminding myself of the agreements and also coming back to my own principles and what matters most to me and how I can show up and what I have control over. I control how I present myself, how I speak to others and the kindness and compassion that I can offer no matter what the case is on the other end, right? Use the power of your word for the direction of peace and love peace and love. I always say peace and love. I like literally try to say that all the time because that is really like what I, I I won't lie. I was at this, (laughs) this isn't funny. It's actually really fucked up, but I was at a wedding this summer and I don't know. Someone was, I tend to trigger people in general because I'm just very much myself and I'm this dynamic personality. And I was floating around talking to a bunch of people at the wedding and I will lie. I was flirting with this guy and, um, (laughs) That is true. You know, I'm still doing it. I always speak the truth. I was working with this guy and um, I think it triggered one of the other girls that was there. And it was like a wife and she was being rude. She's definitely being kind of a bitch to me. And I just, I kind of disregarded it. And then um, I was standing over there and I was chatting with them. It was like a different group. This is all high school too. It's like high school bullshit. And um, I was, but I was hanging out with another group. Anyways, it was kind of like, I wasn't hanging out with my old crew. I was hanging out with a different crew. And so there was like this moment where I had to make a choice. And I was like, whatever, fuck this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow any of these things. I'm going to do what I want. And one of the girls that I was triggering in this way, you can tell got pissed and then was like, well, you can't be here with us. You can't sit with us essentially is what she said. And I was like, ugly. And then the guy was like, the guy that I'm kind of like talking to, he was like, what, what's going on here? And he was like, oh, is it because she's brown? Can you believe that? And then she was like, yeah, she can't be here with us because obviously she's mixed. And I was like, oh my God, I have not experienced blatant racism in so long. It totally caught me off guard. And it then transported me back to my high school and just gives you a sample of what my high school is like. And I was like, I am so grateful that I don't give a fuck. (laughs) And I literally was like, oh my God, this is so wild. This is actually occurring. And I just like threw my peace fingers. I was like, peace and love to all of you. And I like walked away like so in my power because I was like, I'm, I could easily lose my shit. And I thought maybe I should in a way. But then I was like, I want to make you feel like shit because of what you just did. And you know that it was wrong. And I'm going to be kind and I'm still going to have a great fucking night. Like this doesn't change my night. And then all of those people still wanted to hang out with me. And then they stopped talking to her. So I was like, anyways, I didn't, I'll take that back. See, that was not peace and love. And, but that is a part of me. And that is a part that I have to own is that I am very spicy. I'm a sassy, spicy little lady. And I used to really dim that. I used to try to push that down and it would come up in explosive tendencies, which it still happens to me sometimes. And so I try to be careful about like letting it out naturally so that it doesn't overflow so it doesn't boil over and then it's just like I'm burning everything around me you know and that's hard and that's still a lesson that I'm learning but I think when you come from this place of being impeccable with your word to just be able to take a deep breath and just to try your best and whatever that means I think goes a long way and that's actually one of the other agreements but the second agreement I'm going to go in order of the book the second agreement is don't take anything personally (laughs) isn't that what's so hard though Man, I fuck that though. I I won't lie. 
don't take anything personally. It is so hard, especially when it's intended to be personal, right? Like that girl saying that to me, like that was personal. That was very much a job. Like she literally was trying to be a bitch to me. Like she was literally trying to hurt me. And I know I do it. Sometimes when I get triggered by someone, I try to hurt them and I do try to make it personal. You know, like I am an assassin when it comes to my words, when I'm mad it is not something I'm proud of. I really try not to, but, um, it does comes out, but is that necessarily about that person 100%? Hell no. You know, there might be a little ounce of it. There might be a little bit that comes along with whoever that person is or what they're doing or what they said or what happened. But ultimately, it comes from within, right? Like we are triggered by other people's behaviors when it might be an insecurity within ourselves. But when we own our truth and who we are and recognize that their perception of us does not change any bit of who we are on the inside, we are reminded that no one can stop us from doing our truth and being ourselves. And that's when it's like, if we are able to root down into who we are in our own power and our own strength and our own center, then we're able to not take things so personally, right? To not be also triggered by someone else's behaviors or their words, even if it's intentional. And that's the hardest part. It's not to react in those moments. At least for me, that is one of the hardest things for me to do is when I feel like someone is trying to poke me to not slap their hand and get, say, get the fuck off me. Right? Like it's, that sounds so aggressive. And I don't, this happens very rarely. I just want to be honest. And for people that don't know me, they're like, damn girl. Like, but it's really, I'm not even that bad. I'm so calm all the time. And I don't really take things personally because I've integrated this like agreement into my life. Like that is their own thing. Like I'm so quick to be like, no, 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 that doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm not going to pick that up. I'm going to leave that right where they put it in. Or it's so easy when someone like doesn't respond to you or maybe someone ditches you or something happens to not be like, oh, they're doing this because they're trying to hurt me. No, 99% of the time, it's probably not. 99% of the time something happened or something occurred or it was out of their control or there's a million factors that could be playing into effect that like when we give other people the benefit of the doubt or we assume the best in someone, 100,000%, if we assume the best in other people, even if they, it's unworthy, even if they don't deserve it, even if in all honesty, they don't even actually mean the best. If we do that, we're saving ourselves the grief, right? We're saving ourselves the, the suffering, the, the, the strife, because we're able to own that and just be kind to ourselves in that process. And to recognize like, that doesn't have anything to do with me and I'm just going to let it be. And it's, there's so much like, whoo, the weight that gets lifted off of your shoulders when you do that, to not carry around that anymore is, does literally transforms your life. This one is a very big one for me. And one, like I'm a cancer. I'll take everything personally. It's like a joke about cancers that they're super sensitive and they take everything personally. So this one was really one I had to break down. And I remember the moment where I was like, how someone treats me or talks to me or views me is not necessarily my responsibility. I can't change that for them. I can't make them look at me differently. I could do everything perfect. I could be the kindest, most compassionate, loving person in the world. I could literally pour love into them in every single thing that I did. And if that person chooses not to like me, they will still not like me. And I have no control over that. And once I just gave up trying to control it, 
I just was like, whoo, all right. And when the people sync up, when they are meant to be in your life, when they are and they own you and they love you and they pour back into you, then it's like heaven on earth, right? Like save yourself the grief, save yourself the trouble of trying to convince someone that you are worthy. You already are. You don't need to convince nobody. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay. Whew. All right. I'm just thinking, I have like little notes that I have here. Nothing others do is because of you. What others do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. Needless to say, their own suffering. And when you're immune and try not to fall victim into what people are trying to project onto you, then it's like, that's stiff. I'm not Heisman. Nope, not me. Not today. Not today, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just thinking of all these different visuals that just go along so well with this. But it is truly that stiff arm. You, next time someone tries to put a projection on you, mentally, figuratively, not literally, please, stiff arm them <laughs> and see how, like, literally see how you feel about it afterwards and i would love to hear your guys' input on it because i think it would be fucking hilarious and i think it would make a huge difference like to not absorb that to not take that on especially as an empath especially as a cancer especially as a sensitive 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 person it is so hard for me not to take that on as my own and i literally intentionally now do not take it as my own and i leave it where it's at and i move through i move past it and i I show compassion. My, the harder part is me showing compassion to that person that's trying to do that. But I show compassion. I let it. I say, I don't, I'm not going to take this. This is not mine. Nothing but love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Integrity. Use, be impeccable with your word. And then you know that you did the right thing. And then you have nothing to feel guilty about. Beauty in that, right? Okay. Next agreement. This one I already told you guys. This has been a little bit of a trigger for me, a little struggle for me recently. Find the courage to ask questions and express what you really want. Don't make assumptions. I don't mean to be dramatic. I am very dramatic, but it is one of the ones that communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and drama. With this just one agreement, you can transform your life. Don't make assumptions. If you don't make assumptions about things, then you are required to clarify. Crazy concept, right? Me. <laughs> For real though, if you think about this, if you don't make assumptions about what someone's thinking, about how they're perceiving you, what they are wanting, what they desire, how they want to move forward, what decisions they want to make in business and personal relationships and friendships and family with a child. Like if you clarify, if you ask them, if you get real about what both parties want and what they need, like there is so much of a difference that can come from that because then it's like, you know, instead of drafting some idea that you've been dodged and like sketched in your mind of their reality, when you don't know in the first goddamn place, like you just don't know, don't make assumptions. Like it is so hard to not. And I'm like a very intuitive person. I trust my, like, I got the sixth sense. I won't lie to you. It is extremely spot on 99% of the time, but there are moments when it is off. 
And also I have to recognize my own willingness and the, do I dare say balls to be able to ask for what I want? That's where I struggle. Where I struggle is not jumping to conclusions and not inserting what I think someone wants into what they want. And to also to be able to have the wherewithal to be able to share this is where I'm at. This is what I want. And this is what I'm hoping to receive because there's so much vulnerability in that, right? There's so many moments where they could reject me or they could say no. And, and I, and that's so funny because in so many areas of my life, I can do this with no problem. And then there's other areas of my life where I shudder. Like it is literally like I have a visceral reaction to it. And so this is an agreement that I'm very much in steeping in right now and that I am trying to understand and to be able to grow from because I recognize the power in really being able to state what you want and to then also ask what the other person views. What are their feelings? Where are they? What do they feel? What is going on within them? And what, how do they really view the situation? What are they feeling? What is their, what's their hopes? What are their dreams? What's their, what are their projections that they might be even be having? And how can we work through those together? You know, and like, again, assuming the best in people too. And then also clarifying like, hey, did you mean to do this? Because that really hurt my feelings. Like, did you like, why did you do that? (laughs) You know, like those are conversations that we just have to have. And I think more often than not, a lot of people avoid them because they can be painful. We can be afraid of what the answer is going to be. So we just avoid it. And I'm an avoidant, you know, I have avoidant attachment style too. So then I just avoid it and I just assume things. But it's literally the fucking worst idea ever for anybody. So like recognizing yourself in the moments and areas where you're making assumptions. Is it like when you're thinking about asking for a raise, you assume that they're going to say no. Um, If you are thinking about um, wanting to put together a party or something with your friends and you're like, oh, no one would want to go to that. Like, or you feel like you want to be able to you know, share your feelings with someone. I had like one of my friends I was talking to, she was like, oh, I could never actually date him. Like never. And then I was like, why don't you just talk to him? Like he was like, oh no, I just know that he wouldn't. And I was like, if you don't know, how do you know? And then, but you don't know. So like being able to recognize that, to be able to own that and to be able to integrate, like, okay, like where am I making an agreement about what I think to be true and how can I reduce those assumptions? And that's just to get bold. That's just to be clear. That's just to say it out into the ether, to be able to speak your truth and share that with the people around you and also with yourself. And from there, it can make a big difference in where you can project your life and More often than not, asking for what you want, you're going to more likely to get it. And you keep asking until you get the yes. Like how many times did people say, like if some people hate Kanye, I love Kanye. And it was like so many people told him no. And he kept going because he kept believing in himself. And then he got what he wanted. And then he became into a superstar that he is. But that's because he believed in himself. and And he made the assumption that he was great. Like no one loves Kanye like Kanye loves Kanye. (laughs) You know, so like, he believed that he was great. And then he made that difference. He created the life that he wanted and he knew that was true for him. And you can do the same goddamn thing. Okay. So if you're going to make an assumption, make an assumption that you're going to do something fantastic. Okay. And that is exactly how we finish off with the last agreement. And that's always do your best and always do your best because 
you are worthy of the dreams and the hopes that you've created within your life. Always do your best because you can do it. Like your best is going to change on a day-to-day -day basis. It's not always going to be the same, but honoring what you can do in this moment and exceeding that, maybe even just an ounce, a little inch is what I always go a little bit above just because I'm a little crazy. Um, I'm a little bit of an overachiever. So like I always go a little bit above, but I always push myself to do my best because I know that I'll never have regrets. And when you don't have regrets, you're able to live your life without resentments, without moments of like reflecting back on your life and the things that you wish you would have done or the way you would have handled things. And I can't, I can't deal with that guilt. I can deal with a lot of stuff, but that's one thing I can't deal with because I know, again, that's within my control. I had a say in that and I chose to not show up fully. I chose not to show up as best as I could. I chose not to do that project or that piece of work or that art or whatever I created. I chose not to do that to the fullest extent that I know that I'm capable of. Do I know how to do the best of everything? No, because I'm not necessarily like, I, you know, I'm going to have mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes and I don't know everything. So I'm still working. I'm still learning, but can I do the best with what I know? Hell yes. And that's what this agreement's about. Doing the best with what you have, what you know, and what you can do in this moment. And then you have peace. Then you know, like I tried and like, even with this pod, like when I first started, it's way different than now it, it, how it is now, but it's because I've learned, I've grown. If like my first yoga class, very different from the yoga class that I teach today. Am I always doing my best? Yes. Because I want to show up. I want to show up for others. I want to be of service. And that's ultimately what I'm striving to do. And I know I can only do that and that people can only receive the medicine when I'm pulling it out from the depths of my soul, from my truth, speaking. But I got to show up. I got to look at Go ahead and wrap up. Four agreements and how they can impact your life. One, be impeccable with your word especially in how you speak to yourself, because that will ultimately translate into the people that are around you as well. Be kind, don't gossip, try to lead with compassion and love. Use your voice as a vehicle for love and you'll never go wrong when you do that. And I got a dose of that recently and I am truly striving to be able to lean back into that and also recognize even when I'm triggered and even when I make, when I do take things personally to be able to take a step back and recognize that I am in control of how I respond and how I react and how I speak to others. Two, don't take things personally. Not an easy one, but one that will literally change everything. Don't take it personal. Recognize that someone's projections, their own truth, their reality, it can be drastically different than yours, but it's theirs to hold. And there's nothing that you can do to change it. Three, don't make assumptions. One of the hardest ones for me, hands down, don't make assumptions. Ask and be clear about what you want and what you desire and be able to show up fully to be able to see what the other person in the interaction is how they're responding as well. Be honest with yourself about what you want and really only say what you mean. Last, always do your best, go above and beyond, show up like the superstar that you are because you will never regret that. You will always be proud of yourself and you will always know that you may have not done it perfectly, but you gosh darn did your best. And that's all we can really do in life. All right, namaste. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for chatting with me. I would love to hear your input on it. Share my, um, your opinions on the four agreements.